Hello everybody, it's Wednesday, this is Ginger, and this is Chatting with Chap. I did that backwards, I usually say this is Chatting with Chap, and I'm your host, Ginger. <laughs> and I keep adjusting my phone. Uh, so, I wanted to ask you guys a question, so if anyone's on there and, and watching, like they gave me this option to promote a page, so I type it in, and I'm assuming it's showing to you as you're watching my video, but... And I go back and rewatch my videos. Like I don't see the links on the screen anywhere. Am I missing something? Do you guys see the little? I have www.chaponline.com. It says it's promoting a link, but I don't know. Guess I should research how that works so I know exactly what's going on. But anyway, I just assumed that you guys could see the links that I pop up there. But maybe you can't. You wonder what I'm talking about every time I say that. Anyway, that was my question for you of the day. Today, it is Q&A day. Not too many questions today that are new. Um, there's a lot of folks jumping into homeschooling right now, so I'm going to review some stuff. But I did go back through some of my old videos, and I did see someone ask about credit, so I'll mention that. And um, someone about finding support, so I'll mention that in a few minutes, too. If you do comment on any of my videos, I miss it, um, give us an inbox message uh, at Facebook. I definitely get the inbox messages. I don't know that I'm getting, like when you guys comment on my videos, other than like right now when I see it, I don't think it's giving me notifications on that, which is weird. I don't know. Facebook is just weird. But anyway, um, I will go back through my videos and see if I missed any of your comments. So... Anyway, I will address the ones that I've received so far. So, where to find evaluators? I know it is really wise for you, everybody, newbies, oldies, old bees, is that a thing, um, out there, find your evaluator now. Like, if you do not have a solid evaluator that you go to every single year, you need to get one now. And I know you're like, evaluator, it's like September. Yes. There are so many more homeschoolers, and let me tell you, there are so many more people choosing to homeschool right now, and all those folks are going to be doing the last minute, oh my gosh, I need an evaluator, what do I do thing? Make sure that you have one lined up. And anyone out there, teacher certificate, um, school psychologist, mama who's graded homeschooling papers for more than two years... You guys can be evaluators. Go check out my evaluator chat with chaps. I have interview ones, but I also have two or three other evaluator videos that I've done in the past with Dee and one with Dee and Christy that explain who can be an evaluator. So if there's anybody out there who's interested in being an evaluator, that would be excellent because our community is growing, which is great, but the need for evaluators is going to grow exponentially too. So um, that's my advice of the day. ChapOnline.com, I have it here in my little link here, resources. Under the resource tab, you can find an evaluator search list. So you can find yourself an evaluator, but get your evaluator now. You don't want to wait. Uh, you can set it up or just make sure that they know that you need them in the future. Not saying you have to set up your evaluation now. So, okay, number two, medical and dental. We always get these questions. Medical, dental, dental immunizations. What does the school get? What do I need to give them? They're asking me for stuff. Okay, so when you file your affidavit, if your affidavit says on it that you're taking care of the medical and dental and immunizations, then that's 
that's it. You don't need to give anything else. I did say in one of my recent videos about medical and dental that you might want to go back and watch that said uh, with immunization, there are other parts of the law where that could be a little bit trickier, so it would be good to give an, an a, um, exemption form or just a simple note that the doctor says this child is, is just doing fine with their immunization schedule, whether it's delayed or regular or however. You don't have to give the actual records into the school. You can give a signed note. And that goes for the medical and dental too. So if they're asking for medical and dental, don't actually give them your children's health information. You know, have your doctor write a little note or you can have a generic form, just fill in their name and the date that you can use and reuse. But that just says that their care is up to date and have the doctor sign it. And that is, that is fine. Uh, the one thing I want to caution about, I did have someone contact us. They actually received a certified letter from their school. Now, when the school actually sends you something certified where you have to sign to receive the letter, that's a little different. Uh, and if you're not sure that you want to comply and give that information, my suggestion to you is to contact HSLDA. If you're not a member, you need to be a member in order to ask them for advice on this. And here's the reason why. I... In that situation especially, but in all situations, they're all different. They're all different. So, like, your history, your children's history, what's going on in your home and your relationship with the school, it's all different for everyone. So, CHAP cannot offer you a blanket statement of this is what you should give the school and that's enough. Um, there might be a reason that you do need to give something to the school. Uh, especially when they send you a certified letter. So if you have a question or a concern, my advice to you is to get in touch with HSLDA and get the proper legal support for that situation. Again, you do need to be a member. Or if you know a lawyer who knows the homeschool law, that's the kicker. Not every lawyer is going to know the homeschool law. It needs to be someone who understands it and understands the relationship between the people and the school and what the law really says and all this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So that's the only reason I suggest HSLDA because I know that they know the homeschool law, right? That's why they were created. So anyway, that was my suggestion on that. I medical dental if you want to go back and watch them too. I did one not too long ago. I can't remember the number, unfortunately. I'm sorry. I didn't write that down. Uh, third question was compulsory age clarification. So there's lots of folks I heard have put their children into kindergarten and are like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Okay. I'll be ready to get out of the car if my Wi-Fi is bad. Sorry about that. Um, so here we go. I'm back on. So we were talking about compulsory age. If you put a child into school who is less than six years old, you can withdraw them at any time. Uh, for the, ex the reason on your withdrawal form can be withdrawal and wait. Pretty much meaning you're just not ready to send your child to school yet. Um, compulsory age is six. Kindergarten is not compulsory. Grades are not, it's not a compulsory by grade thing. It's a compulsory by age thing. So if your child is less than six, you don't need to do anything except fill out their withdrawal form and withdraw your child from public school if your child's in public school. So that's how that works. Don't have to file anything if your child is not yet six. If you are in public school and you are thinking to bring your children home and, and homeschool friends out there who are homeschooling, if you've been talking to people and you know they're considering homeschool, 
um, but their kids are enrolled in public school, but they haven't been sending their kids because they don't want them, you know, wearing masks or whatever else is going on. Um, just remind them gently that if their child is out of school for three days, they're considered truant, and that can start to become an issue. Someone did ask me, well, aren't they too busy doing other things? Like, they can't come and chase my kids down and, and whatever. Well, if your kids are truant, that gives them reason to. And crazy things have happened. You know, people come and, and, and ask what's going on. So avoid truancy. If you absolutely know that your child is not going to set foot back into the public school, but you're not sure if you're going to do homeschool or charter school, whatever, at least what you can do to avoid truancy is file an affidavit, a homeschool affidavit. And once you file that affidavit, your child is no longer truant because they're considered a homeschooler, okay? Um, and I'll talk a little bit about the adjustment there in a few minutes. So even if you haven't made your decision what type of school you're gonna do yet, don't put your kids into a truancy situation, okay? If you're absolutely certain they will not go back into the public school setting, file an affidavit so that your child does not end up being truant. Um, that's just a, a suggestion of mine. You might want to check in with HSLDA and see what they think about it too, but I know you don't want to play with the truancy thing. Okay, so um, the next question, it did come up on one of the videos that I was looking back through today. Um, someone mentioned credits, and I, I'm not quite sure what her question was. I had responded to her, but um, if it's what I think it is, uh, it's about assigning credits to your child's classes. So say you have a I personally don't do any of this until my kids get to be freshmen. So how many credits does your child get for a course? Um, really, there's nothing in the law that tells says anything about credits or anything. So it's really up to you, parent, um, and your evaluator, um, what your evaluator says. But the evaluator is just checking for compliancy to the law. So and the law says years... So see how it's all like this crazy thing? So I do have an episode on that. Again, I don't have the number. I should really gather my numbers before I get on here. Um, but I do have a whole episode on credits and transcripts and all that kind of stuff. Really, the only reason you need credits is for a transcript. Because most schools, even the auto insurance for the good driver discount, right? Um, the good student driver discount, we just renewed ours, which is the only reason it popped into my head. They like to see a transcript of grades. So if your child has good grades, you get cheaper auto insurance, right? So those are the reasons you would need a transcript. It's, it's nothing to fulfill the law. There's nothing in the law about your child having a transcript. It's just used by these other in these other places. So that's why you would need credit. So you can put that into the transcript and then you know, assign a grade, and then it comes up with a GPA. So I do have an episode on that. Um, it is up to you what you consider to be a full credit. Your evaluator probably has a suggestion on that. I know my evaluator goes by 120 hours for a full credit, 60 for a half. Again, that's not in the law. It's not in the homeschool law. But if you agree upon that with your evaluator, then that's great. So... Um, again, yeah, read the law and know it and understand that there's tremendous freedom in the law, tremendous freedom in the law that I don't think we're aware of and we're not used to. 
Oh, it's so sad for me to start realizing how unused to the freedom we are. So anyway, so that was my thought about credits. I did see one, and it broke my heart, a homeschool mama out there who uh, said she hasn't been able to connect with others, um, and the homeschool community around her seems a little chaotic, and they're not supportive, and wow, I, I don't understand why that is. It's not my experience. I don't know if anyone out there has a suggestion for this mama who has said, you know, I'm just not finding in-person support where I'm living. I don't know where she lives either. So I, I can't, you know, and, and we had, had suggested checking out the the search engine on chaponline.com to find um, support groups under the resources tab uh, to find different groups that she may not be aware of or maybe somehow at church or somehow at the playground. You know, we can be praying over people to be able to find um, people that they can really connect with and get su the support from. Um, I know this is something close to Chaps Heart. We've been looking to try to, to create a counseling or mentoring type program through Chap for a long time. Again, it takes hands. It takes people to do it. Uh, if that is something, if you're an alumna, or even not an alumna, but you desire to support, especially those mamas who cannot find anyone near them for the support that they need to continue homeschooling, let us know. Message us here, a message on this video, or send us an inbox. Get on our contact form at chaponline.com. Let us know if you desire to counsel, mentor, whatever. And and if you're not locally, get out there and do it locally. But if you would like to do it broader, like through chat for um, homeschoolers in the state, please let us know because this is really something right now that we're really thinking about because I know it's a really big need for people to have connection. Uh, so pray over those mamas out there who are not able to find the connection they need to continue homeschooling. I know the online stuff is handy, but man, that one-on-one, -on -one, in-person support there's just something that happens when we're together in the same room isn't there so um again if you have any suggestions for this mama and ways she might be able to find others who are supportive and again maybe it's praying for those other people who don't seem supportive maybe there's a reason maybe they have maybe they have life circumstances happening to them that are really difficult and they themselves need support so maybe it's this i support you you support me kind of a thing too. It's always something to keep in mind. Um, it's one of the things I've been learning over the years here in volunteering with CHAP is life happens. Life happens to everybody. Uh, and it's, we need to be full of grace towards others. And we need to be thinking about um, ways that we can encourage them, right? Even, even though we might be also having a hard time too. So anyway, that's something I wanted to throw out there for you all to be thinking about. Um, when you're interacting with others or, or um, have a chance to share with, about homeschooling with, with other people. Um, the last thing I really just wanted to share about today was was a suggestion. Um, if you guys are, have been watching Chat with Chat for a long time or have looked back at our archives, I used to do this video with Dee. And um, she and I have recently been doing local talks to encourage folks who are considering pulling their children from public school. Um, and since it's this rushed kind of last minute thing, it's kind of oh, really terrifying people. Um, but we are looking to get together and at near the end of the month, we're going to be putting together a video of suggestions for, for families out there. So I'm really excited to be doing something with D again. But um, 
I just want to share with you some of the stuff we're going to be talking about in that video because I know veteran mamas, if you're watching, share this with people you know are considering homeschooling or um, tell the people or, or share chat with chap with the folks who go to the school board meetings or, you know, if you have a, we have a school choice group for our area, if there's something like that. So I got out of my car so I could get a little closer to the Wi-Fi. So, um, some of the things I wanted to suggest to you, if you are uh, in public school and you're just a little terrified of making that leap to homeschool, I want, I want to tell you some things. I'm going to right in my face. So I'm sorry about that. Don't... Don't expect yourself to pull your kids out of public school and immediately the next day have the plan, right? To have the curriculum plan already and it all worked out and ready to go. That it's not it's not going to happen. I mean, those of us who chose to homeschool, most of us, I would say, a lot of us had a long time to think about it and research it and pray over it. I mean, we started when my youngest, my oldest was three, so we had years. To process what we wanted to do and, and what we, you know, and, and some of you who might be pulling your kids out right now might be doing this very last minute, all of a sudden, this is my last choice, I absolutely have to do it this way, and you feel like, oh my gosh, how can I even, this is like impossible. So veteran mamas, encourage, encourage them, they can bring their children home and not do book school, right? Right? We talk about learning life skills. We talk about uh, just reading together, reading aloud. We talk about hiking and walking and being together. These are things that I think some of these families that are going to be coming out of the public school system need time to heal. They need time to process. They need time to get to know their kids, to discuss what kind of education the kids want because there's freedom, right? I talked about that a few weeks ago too. There's freedom in homeschool. There's freedom of choice in what you're going to study. And this is all new to folks who are coming out of the public school system, right? So everyone needs to give themselves time and grace to adjust to homeschool. It's completely different. It's not the same thing as public school. And I know me as a teacher, I'm still teaching myself to not do things the way everyone thinks school should be. It's, it's taking, it takes a long time to make that adjustment. So I just want everyone out there to be aware of that. Um, take time to de-school, research the word de-school, and uh, you'll, be in, you'll be amazed at what you find. But um, so veteran mamas, share that with people you know who are considering it, or share this video with them. Um, so anyone who's considering making that leap here right at the beginning of the school year can know that they have time. They have time. And uh, the, like I said earlier with truancy, the important thing is to file that affidavit so that your child is not truant if you're not sending them to school. And then take the time needed to heal, think, discuss, just get to know your kids, right? So everyone just oh, de-stress a little bit, okay? So that's the last thing I wanted to share today on Q&A Day. Um, hopefully this was helpful to you, or you can share this with someone who will find it really beneficial. These um, days when they're trying to make this, this decision, which it's a big decision, but you won't regret it. You won't regret it having your children at home. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to spend all that time with them and to really know them and to support them in that way. So enjoy having the time with your kids, right?
that's that's one of the things that's I mean it's the benefit of being having your kids at home is enjoying having time with your kids and it's okay to be weird I keep telling people that too it's okay to be weird be weird enjoy your weirdness okay <laughs> all right please share your comments here below or send us something on chapamind.com at our contact form if you're listening on our podcast thanks for listening and uh, I will tune in with you next week. Next week, we will be at our leadership conference. We go to a leadership conference every year for homeschool leaders. Uh, and I'll just kind of do a little quick stop in with you next week to tell you what we're up to and uh, how it's going and what homeschooling is looking like for other states in our great nation. All right. Have a great week and uh, enjoy your children. Love on them hard. All right. Bye-bye.